2: Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob sesterino uh, back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of August 3rd, 2021, here on News AF.
1: If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth,
3: it's about to be News AF. If the same mode news
0: makes it forward to today it's time for some actual,
2: factual news factual. yeah, the actual factual news is back again with all of the crew here today to talk about news a f and here with us he is pickleball's top influencer in North America and probably the world the here world he is. America's dad, four-time survivor, Tyson Apostle! You forgot Mary's boot camp. Hold on, hold on. Why, why all of a sudden did your mic get bad?
3: Yeah, your mic is now all room.
2: Yeah. Are you for real?
4: Yeah, for real. the see. echo chamber. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Let's try it again. Hold on.
3: It must have happened when yeah. you were doing all that YouTube stuff. Here he
4: is.
2: Better? America's oh. dad. Yes! Here father I am. Father nature.
4: Yeah. I needed to sniff my nose. So I turned my mic off, but in doing so, it disconnected it from the thing. So I will not do that again. Yeah. Uh, I'm here. I'm father nature. I am the world's number one pickleball influencer. Mm-hmm. And I will be influencing this weekend in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the gamma pickleball classic. Yeah. A place to influence. If you are in the greater Pittsburgh area or want to travel there to come see me, I'm just hanging out all day. I'm not even playing in the tournament. I'm just there to hang out to, I will be bringing a suitcase full of swag to sign and give away to anybody who cares to come and join me.
2: Are, so, yeah, Are they come. naming the event something special? I have a friend who uh, does a pinball tournament in uh, Pittsburgh and they call it Pinsball or pittsball well, picklebird no yeah.
4: this is just a gamma pickleball classic hmm. but next year it'll probably be uh
2: yeah tyson apostles I, I like that
4: tyson apostles Pickleberg. gamma pickleball classic yeah uh so come join me i would love uh to see anybody and uh hang out as much or as little as you want Uh, David, I'm sorry for your loss. He just moved from Pittsburgh to somewhere else. Move back. You've got a a few days. You'd love to see
3: everybody, anybody. I'm sure there's some people you wouldn't love
4: to see. Mm -hmm. You mean like my mortal enemies? Yeah. I don't have any. And uh, my mortal enemies, I mean, I'm definitely some people's mortal enemies, Mm -hmm. but I do not have any mortal enemies myself. You you
2: don't sink to their level.
4: Yeah. No, it's not. It's a one-way street for them. Yeah. They're anger, you know, the doofus tribe is constantly, uh, angered and upset and looking for ways to get back at me, but they never will.
2: The doofus tribe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's that? Okay. I, made, yeah.
4: I made a joke about a former survivor contestant being, uh, his original tribe being the doofus tribe got back to them. Uh, they sent a scathing, uh, <laughs> message to me on Instagram. Hilarious. Hmm. Okay, Because doofus is just a funny word. And if somebody told me I was on a doofus tribe, I would think that was funny.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, a man who has many mortal enemies. Let's welcome in Danny Bryson. (laughs) Waiting in the shadows
3: just for their time to come out and destroy me.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you do reciprocate, right?
3: Oh, man, I am full of anger, but... I don't like confrontation, so it's like I'm conflicted. I want to punch them in the face, yeah. but I don't want them to punch me back in the face.
4: Yeah. Danny is a coward if you get him face to face with somebody. Yeah. I don't He's- like
3: I, I don't want to deal with it. And I don't want the long-term uh, you know, problems that are associated with conflict. Mm-hmm.
4: This going, is on and on. Yeah, so Danny, like let's say we go to a restaurant, somebody's all up in Danny's grill like in a weird way. Danny I'm the guy who will say something. I'll be like, hey, bro, you're being a real jerk. I'll be like, let's go. And Danny will. You can. I can. I know Danny well enough. Let's
2: put up your. No, no. Like like Danny will just
4: leave. Yeah. So I'll look at Danny. Danny will be silent. But inside, fuming, Full, full of rage and then he'll sometimes he'll go or sometimes he'll just like deal with it. And then when we leave, he'll be like that sucked. All of that was the worst. I hate that person. So Danny just internalizes it to avoid all conflict. I don't love conflict either but I think that if I'm clearly in the right, then everybody there will have my back.
3: But mm. I did just get back from the dump. I was telling you guys about yeah. that earlier. Had, Not from uh,
4: taking a dump, from taking no. a load well, to the dump. Both.
3: You don't know that, Tyson. I had a character building experience yesterday. Yeah. Um, I do work other than this podcast. I do occasionally go and do stuff. Wow. And part of my job is to clean out these cabins that sit unused for nine months out
4: of the year. So Which, naturally, which cabins? Yeah. The ones up at Current Creek? Yeah, so naturally okay.
3: animals... You know, when they see that humans aren't living there, they think they, they can live in. there.
4: Mm-hmm. Ooh, what do you got in there? Skunks?
3: So no, I did deal with a skunk, so I did have to deal with a skunk corpse, which wow.
4: uh let me just say I'm still suffering
3: from COVID smelling issues, and the skunk smelled just like a tortilla chip. Like it's did you taste
4: it? don't tell me you tasted it.
3: I no, I didn't taste it. I'm saying just the smell. The smell of a tortilla chip was the same as a skunk. Anyway.
4: But I'm, I'm saying if it's a nice fresh tortilla chip, it probably smelled delicious, and you no. were like, "Do the I smell dare of taste a this?
3: tortilla chip?" Right now is, is repulsive one of the to most you.
4: Repulsive
2: sounds smells. Uh, so I was cleaning out one of the cabins, Wait, and I had hold to that, hold on. Talk this through, Danny. So I was thinking, like, you had like a superpower where it's like, "Oh, dead skunk! No one can deal with that except for Danny because he's lost yep. the sense of smell. Because it smells like it's just a tortilla chip to him." But you're saying that a tortilla chip is the worst smell. Yes. So tortilla chips, gasoline,
3: skunks all have the same smell, and it's this really putrid, awful, disgusting, repulsive, puke-inducing smell.
2: So you following this? So you say that if Danny smelled a tortilla chip, it would smell like a skunk. It would smell like or a gasoline. Yeah, it's like strong odors. So like, let's say that Danny
4: and I are detectives, and we're on the case of the of the gasoline thieves, and we're trying to follow the trail of gasoline smell to get, uh, to catch the culprits. And I'm like, I smell gasoline over here. And Danny's like, that's not the way this is the gasoline smell. And we show up and it's a warehouse full of skunks. Yeah.
3: And that's how it could be. Anything that's strong. I know when something smells strong, I don't know what the smell is. I only know that it's smell. It's a strong smell because it's got the default strong smell scent.
2: Wow. The the top three strongest smells are skunk, gasoline and tortilla chips. Well, they're in the category of the strong smell scent. But tortilla
3: chips
4: are not a strong smell. I know, but
3: I can't explain it. The tortilla chip smells just like the skunk. It's the same (laughs) default smell. Guys, science doesn't even understand it. They're only just now getting into (laughs) olfactic research that will cover things like COVID smelling loss. Okay, I've read a lot of articles on this. Like
2: a tortilla chip or like a Cool Ranch Dorito? Uh, The more it is just
3: a tortilla chip the more that smell is pronounced. So if you That's add the cool ranch, unusual. the cool ranch starts to calm down. This, you love uh, cool
4: ranch. You used to love cool. Do you still eat cool ranch Doritos? Or no, no, I just
3: snort the powder in the hopes it'll bring back my smells. But <sighs> okay.
4: uh, so are so there far. things that you are totally turned off by now that were a part of your life before?
3: Oh yeah. I mean, what? I love chips. That's one So you thing. won't eat any chips. Now. I, I, you're like, I try gross. and then I cry. That's like the model yeah. uh, that I use. That should be a t-shirt. Uh, but potato I chips I too tried. or just bread tortilla? bread unfortunately bread? i wow. love bread me and oprah
4: love bread dude i bet your six pack is coming in nice
3: no because i still eat them in the hopes that i could taste them and just i just want to relive my past glory in but remembrance in remembrance of so what happens bread. when you eat bread it tastes terrible it is the skunk it's not as bad as a tortilla chip but it's
2: Yeah, well, the default skunk smell. And then you found the skunk, but you didn't eat it to see if it tasted like bread.
3: No, but I knew it was there because I had the default smell. So I'm like, there's a rotting corpse, a skunk, a tortilla chip, bread, or gasoline is near me right now. (laughs) But a rotting
4: skunk skunk. corpse will smell different than a different rotting corpse.
3: Uh, No, it's the same smell. I've been running before and thought, oh my gosh, I can smell that smell, the default stink. Is somebody baking bread? If someone wow. was baking bread, if I lived next to like like a McVitie's uh, factory, it would smell like a skunk, which okay. is the default stink. Anyway, okay. So I dealt with a stu- uh, skunk, okay. which was bad, and then I went in and I had to remove a bed, and so I I moved the bed and I saw something I've never seen. Maybe Rob's seen it in New York. You've probably seen a rat king. I wasn't quite a rat king. What it was is a, uh, a rat or a vole. I'm pretty sure it's a vole. Uh-huh. comes running out with six babies suckling on it oh. as it's running around the cabin. Now, don't worry. I didn't kill any of them. They all managed to escape except for two, which I put outside. But
4: did you was... get a, f- a video or anything? So
3: I shot a video of it. It's not very good because my light would turn on and they were crawling into the hole. So you couldn't see it, but it was like a backpack of babies on top of the mom. And it was just added to the whole vibe of yesterday, the skunk. I was just, it was really gross. And so this morning I had to throw away the mattress that the rats had been making nests in for probably two or three years. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, it was a growing experience. I'm a—I'm a better man because of it. Um, Were
4: you terrified to go into these places? Like, uh, what am I going to see?
3: Yes. Yeah, so part of the problem is when you have an experience with that many rodents, Yeah. yeah I began to think, all, the whole rest of the time, so I had to, I had to like clean things out, move uh, couches and stuff like that. I kept imagining rodents running up my pant legs. It's such a movie thing, but it's all I could think about. So I was hypersensitive to anything brushing against me, uh, any sounds, because I could still hear the ones that escaped. They were gnawing, you know, okay. underneath the uh, cabin. Yeah, and so it made me hypersensitive to the idea that that any moment rats could crawl up my leg, fall on my back. And it was uh, like I said, I'm a better man. I'm that much more uh, of a man now because of it. But I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It was a gross sight. I actually couldn't look at the crappy video I shot of it till this morning because it was so gross. Yeah. So yeah, big days. Th- things
4: happen. Sounds incredible, dude. Yeah, I, uh, I wish you could have been there, Tyson. Well, I wouldn't have gone in. I would have stood outside. I would have helped you. I think Uh, you would have.
3: You would have wanted to see, not the Rat King. It's not technically a Rat King, but you know, that whole mangled
4: uh, thing of rat, fur, and flesh. Yeah, well, what I would have done is, I in the future, we want to set up a tripod and get it from the onset, right? Because when you lift up, that's when it is. I've got a crazy story about animals from yesterday. Yeah,
3: you are Father Nature. I would expect it.
4: I, uh was in my bed last night. Or no yesterday morning. Go on. Bergen like wakes up before us. She gets up. She's likes to play pranks on us where she like moves our stuff around while we're still kind of asleep at like six in the morning. Like what nice. kind of stuff? Uh like she'll move our shoes, mine and Rachel's. She'll mix mine and Rachel's clothes up. She'll mm-hmm. take all of the stuff off of the bathroom counter and put it like in the sink and in the bathtub. And it's called a prank. That's how she's pranking us right now. She comes in and she's like, Hey dad, my, uh, I stepped on something sharp. And I was like, Oh, like what? Like a cactus needle?" She's like, maybe. And I look and I see like a little prick on her toe, but it's not. She's like, my, my toe hurts, but my Uh foot kind of hurts a little bit too. I was like, okay. So when she said my whole foot hurts, I think scorpion. I'm like, let's go, show me where you first felt it. She's like, right there. I had a pair of jeans right there. I lift up the pair of jeans. There is a scorpion about three inches long underneath my jeans. Uh, I retaliate for my daughter by smashing that thing with a shoe okay. yeah. and then flushing it in the toilet and people are saying I should have flamethrowered it or whatever, but all I did was just <laughs> right. smash. But she was totally chill, dude. She didn't cry. She didn't even like wig out the whole day. She's just like, that's, uh, that's fine. And I was like, how's your toe feel now? And she's like, it's good. And I was like, can you feel it? And she's like, I think so. I like got her an ice pack that's to put on chill. it. And she was so chill. And then this morning she's like, dad, you should call me scorpion girl foot. I was like, or scorpion foot girl. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, and you're scorpion saver because you saved me from the scorpion. I was like, well, technically I didn't. You saved me from the scorpion. And then, uh, yeah. And then mom got to be tired mom. So I'm scorpion (laughs) saver. Bergen is uh, scorpion foot girl. And Rachel is tired mom. Mm Mm-hmm. So we all have her, yeah, we all have because Rachel slept through the whole thing. Wow so super cool, and I've never been sco- stung by a scorpion, and I'm kind of happy this that hurt that much Oh, well, now that I we had the experience, I'm happy that she had the experience so she can not be afraid of things like that because it didn't really seem to hurt her.
3: By the way, Rob, remember that snake that was on the loose and sure it, where you sure. are yeah the
2: R- the Raleigh cobra.
3: I read a day or two after we talked about that story. That snake had been on the loose for
4: like a month or a something.
3: Month. Yeah. You had been living in danger without yeah. knowing it for a long time. Yeah. So- but lots
4: of people live in places where there's cobras. I lived yeah, in uh, multiple okay. places with cobras. If you
3: live in a place and you know, there's cobras there. That's different than living in a place and not knowing there's cobras. There shouldn't be cobras, but there is a cobra. Okay.
4: Okay. I'll mm. tell you a cobra story that I have. Okay. I lived in the Philippines as a Mormon missionary for two years. And you know me, Father Nature. I love nature. I love seeing animals in the wild, whatever. I hear somebody outside our apartment yelling, snake, 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 snake. I run over, I open the door. He's got his dog out, standing there. No. <laughs> there that is a cobra a on, on our front porch. That awesome. Hoods up at me as I open the yeah. door. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And me coming from where I am, where there's no cobras, I've naturally been taught my entire life that cobras are extremely, you're You're already dead. I'm already dead if I look at it. So I, uh, I run inside the house. I leave the door open.
2: Oh, (laughs) terrible. How do you make that
3: mistake?
4: One of the, one of the Filipino missionaries that was in our apartment with us grabs literally like an eight inch two by four, (laughs) smashes it on the head. Yeah. And then gives it to a local man who takes it and eats it. Do you think it
3: was the snake that was yelling
4: snake to get you to open the door? I thought maybe somebody set the snake Snake or treat. Or the Mormon missionaries. How yeah,
3: terrifying would it be if animals were that cunning? Could ring the doorbell. Like, we wouldn't have any chance, uh, or like to yell "snake" and then to funnel you down an alleyway, where his snake friends are all waiting to
4: snake to snake, snake you? you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. No.
3: So, what can the animals do, Danny? R- knock on the door. Well, in this situation, ring doorbells and invite you certain mm-hmm. words, uh just anything to corral yeah, humans. Yeah, I
2: guess they're so tight, low you look at the peephole, and then uh, Ricky Ticky, ticky Tavi would have ended yeah. much differently had
4: that been the case. Mm-hmm. That's a reference, yep. an old Hannah barber reference from yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure.
1: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh,
2: well, let's get to our top yeah. stories at this hour. We've had so many interesting animal anecdotes here today, mm-hmm. but uh, we still have some news to talk about. And of course, uh, I, our top story at this hour, you know, the Titanic... Was a disaster from the year 1912, but sure. uh, there are still new victims uh, emerging from uh, this terrible tragedy because uh, three new victims were claimed by the Titanic as the uh, Titanic Museum. In Tennessee, the world's largest Titanic museum in the Tennessee have been hospitalized after the iceberg wall Uh has come crashing down. Oh, my goodness.
3: My favorite part about this story is all of it. I saw the Rick and Morty episode with the Titanic. He goes to the Titanic museum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love it when you make a real world connection with a fictional show. And I'm like, it actually exists. I don't know if they do everything that they did on the show, but when I saw the picture of the park, it was very similar. It had the Titanic boat, it had the fake iceberg, and then it even had the failure. The you know, the show had yeah. the failure. And now this had the collapse yes. of the iceberg they wall. They made
2: it too big. It was uh they made the the exhibit was was too big. They said it was unsinkable, Danny.
3: Well, people, it's not uncrushable.
4: Mm-hmm. It crushes. Yeah. I, my favorite part of the, uh, Rick and Morty episode is that they go on and then for some reason it, the ride malfunctions and they don't crash it's into the iceberg. Yeah. And that's what makes everybody upset is that the, they actually avoided disaster when they were supposed to replay through this entire disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, the, Titanic is the catastrophe that keeps on giving more cata- the other catastrophic thing that's su- events.
3: I was surprised by the location yeah. of mm-hmm.
4: this museum.
3: I, I thought this... They're everywhere,
4: dude. Titanic uh, museums? Yeah, we just saw a Titanic museum somewhere here. In, in Arizona,
2: there's a Titanic museum? I think
4: so. And I think there's. I think I saw one also in uh, in Missouri when I was there last what? year. Yeah, they're everywhere, dude. People love... To uh to reminisce Gosh. about the Titanic, dang
3: it, James Cameron. Yes, yeah. you
4: yeah. think they sprouted up
2: after the movie? Yes, I guess. I, I would so. be
3: surprised if they if they were there before.
2: Hmm. Yeah, well, nobody you, really cared about uh, the Titanic before 1997. Now they can't stop hearing about the stupid door, mm-hmm. the door mm-hmm. debate. Mm-hmm. If I Never was laying uh, and people didn't.
3: Yeah, if I was Leonardo, I I would never answer that question. I would slap interviewers who ask What's the
2: door debate if that really happened? Could you
3: have fit on the door with... uh,
4: And floated away?
3: Yeah, and floated away and Mm -hmm. been saved. Remember how he Mm -hmm. dies at the end? Yeah. It's like the question he gets asked all the time when he does movies. It would be really frustrating to have that.
4: To be like, hey, this fictional movie written about a real-life event uh, ended in a way that from... The outside looks like you could have made it. Your fictional character could have made it. Do you believe that your fictional character in this made up story could have survived had you uh, written the movie a little differently?
3: Yeah. So I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that this happened at the amusement park. I'm more surprised that they have so many amusement parks. And now Tyson's opening my eyes to even more landlocked states.
4: They're everywhere.
3: Titanic Mm -hmm. uh, fund. You know, it's just that that blows my mind more than anything else in this so story.
2: They actually have uh, 400 artifacts here at the Tennessee Titanic wow. Museum. You get to touch the real iceberg, uh, which collapsed. What? Uh, you can walk the grand staircase and the third class hallways. And then you can stick your hands in 28 degree water to see how cold it was.
4: 28 degree Celsius? Uh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit.
2: That is cold. That's really cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now yes. I know the appeal of why the Arizona ha- has one of the you could, yeah. like, uh, oh, cool off in the throwing in oh, in It cold feels water. so refreshing, yeah. yeah.
3: They probably have chicken wire in front of the cold water to keep people from flinging themselves into the uh, chilled water. Mm-hmm. Saving mm-hmm. themselves from the Horrible Arizona environment.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I put in an offer on a mountain property yesterday.
2: Yes. Oh, so you can chill off somewhere mm-hmm. up high. Yep. Do you need to come by and clean it out? Uh,
4: there's nothing on it yet. It's just uh, empty land, but it has a stream running through it. Oh, it's good. Okay. You set up a
3: structure, you'll get. You'll get rodents and other you animals. Think,
4: oh yeah. Do you think we could design it to get more animals in yes. there? Yes. Well, the way you do it is you just leave lots of holes. <laughs> okay. Not even <laughs> but, big ones, but I <laughs> want big stuff in there too. Like we oh, want mountain like lions, mountain lions. All, everything. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, just leave lots of raw meat on the floor okay. and uh time, little holes, big holes, give a variety of holes.
4: Okay. And sure enough, dude, it'll be an animal sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Cool. Maybe the coolest place. So what we'll do is we'll just create like we'll have lots of windows with lots of holes, and then we'll let it sit for a couple years, and then we'll go through oh, and yeah. plug up all the holes from the outside. And Why then don't we'll you look build the a Titanic? And see what we have.
3: A Titanic
4: place up in your a Titanic mountain. museum? Yeah, Ooh, that's smart. Just a little one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you
2: can't go wrong.
4: No, you can't. I guess Titanic museums seem to be very profitable.
2: Mm -hmm. It's the only explanation for why they're. Well, maybe is there another disaster movie that we could uh, start a new museum? Uh, Independence Day. Hmm. Does that have to be based on a true story? Yeah, does it? What about a Hindenburg museum? What about Uh, Alive? The Hindenburg is the Hindenburg, the the blimp. Yeah, the blimp. Step one. All right. We got to make a big budget Hindenburg movie. Okay, so the we got to do the Hindenburg the one movie. Thing. Well, what did the Titanic? Yeah, have? but the
4: the Titanic only had one thing too. They no, created no, the Titan- ship. Everybody no. was excited about the ship. They get on the ship and they go. There's- this is the Hindenburg where they build the Hindenburg. Everybody's excited about the largeness of the Hindenburg. Yeah. They all get on the Hindenburg to go, and that's dude. No, it's the, the same. Titanic. And then you have. Had-
3: Class struggle. It had
2: well so did the Hindenburg. Yeah, the Hindenburg people. probably
4: did too, yeah. dude. I have bet they have like, a Leonardo. The, the poor, cr- poor, de- poor, the character poor there.
2: people had all the seats in the middle. And Adam Katz was
4: thinking the exact same thing I was thinking. Led Zeppelin soundtrack throughout because Led Zeppelin is named after the Hindenburg. Uh, they uh, and I think uh, Led Zeppelin, Two actually has an image from the Hindenburg on the the cover as well as. Uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. man, and I think you're right, Rob. I think there's class struggles there. I think there's everything. No way. Sure. I, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio climbing up a rope right at the end to get on mm-hmm. because he couldn't have a, didn't have fair. You yeah. could make they the story only up.
2: Parachutes to the rich people.
4: Yeah, you don't know, Danny. You,
2: guys you don't the Titanic is tell- Yeah, that's what the oh, Titanic movie oh, did. Oh, because James Cameron didn't just make stuff up in the he Titanic was there. movie.
3: He consulted old people who were somehow connected. Let to me blow it. your I'm mind, saying,
2: Danny. That the, that Jack Dawson,
3: not even a, a real person. Look, I understand that. I don't think there's as much material in the uh, Hindenburg as there is. I say alive. Mm-hmm. The airplane that crashes in the Andes and they have to eat people. That's far that's more the you can make human smeat.
4: You can human have flavored smeat smeat. You that can smells have, like tortilla chips.
3: Yeah. You can have a crashed airplane, cold temperatures. Mm. Uh, the struggle was
4: very real. I- oh, that's it. Nope. What? Danny's idea was crap. Kicked <laughs> uh, him off. Hindenburg, we're doing the Hindenburg, right? Yeah, Rob, yeah, it,
2: to get the Hindenburg movie going. That uh, the museum. Danny's computer just said that this guy is talking nonsense and yeah. just shut down. This is going to be perfect because
4: we all have the museum in place before the movie comes out. So when the movie comes out, we'll be That's the only right. Hindenburg museum.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. Let's see if Danny can uh, try to get with the program a little bit more. There he is. See, Danny, no, wait, that's what
4: happens when you have a bad idea. The internet kicks you yeah, off. Your and- iPad
2: says, eh.
3: The internet didn't li- like my idea. I think my idea is way better than Hindenburg. Mm. I, 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 I took that time to reflect when that I was momentarily kicked off, uh-huh. and I think my idea
4: is way better. Mm-hmm. So, so you think that be- Alive, but Alive didn't get the fanfare that the Titanic film did, which is what you need. Yeah,
2: and Alive was
4: already a
3: movie. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I can be persuaded, but I still don't think the Hindenburg is the way to go. I think we need something a little bit more of a story, not just like a one second event. I mean, you're talking about the unsinkable ship. It had everything from building to the passenger list to the technology at the time. So does the Hindenburg. Yeah, yeah it's not You're the describing the Hindenburg. It wasn't this this wasn't this gold plated airship.
4: It was, yes, it was too.
3: No, it wasn't that mm-hmm. cool. I'm telling you. It, it was just,
4: the biggest blimp ever created at the time, and everybody was excited to go have dinner yes, on it. It made
2: 10 trips in 1936 Guys, to the United 10 States. 10 trips, and it, it took that many trips for it to
3: explode. Yeah. I think that it's not dramatic enough. I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep looking around for the disaster that Tyson had built at his mountain retreat because I don't think it's the Hindenburg.
2: Yeah. Okay. The the Hindenburg went across the Atlantic Ocean. Is that right? Sure. Is that what sounds they, they fine. Were going back, I mean, that same idea, Danny. Yep, except for it's by air. Mm-hmm. One if by land, two if by air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. I mean, look, it's got a very lengthy Wikipedia page, Danny. Yeah. See, oh. is that how we're going to. De- and determine then, oh, this? did you know about the lightning hypothesis? Some people think you got hit by lightning. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's what exploded it. That's a, There's a bunch of hypotheses. Maybe there could be multiple endings. Wow. You could make up your own ending, Explore kind of like what James
4: Grant Cameron did with the
2: Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, the Hindenburg screenplay, we'll start working on that, and then we'll get the museum uh, going at the same time. Well, Bob Loblaw blah, blah, yeah. uh,
4: in the chat says, what about the Edmund Fitzgerald, the uh, boat, uh, the Explorer? I think it was an Explorer's boat in uh, the Hudson Bay. Is that what it was? I don't know. And... uh uh, there's a song about it. That's a pretty good song I don't know actually Edmund Fitzgerald. Do you know the song, Edmund Fitzgerald? No, I know Larry oh, you Fitzgerald. Would. You would know the song mm. if you heard it. but uh, you know Michelle okay. Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's enough. I guess uh we'll just, just keep brainstorming okay. our Hindenburg All ideas right. No consensus we settled All on. right.
2: Well, speaking of boats with a hole in it, maybe. The Titanic would not have gone down the way it did had there been some uh, some intrepid uh, people on board who uh, were resourceful, like Australia's uh, Jess Fox, who was able to fix her kayak at the Tokyo Olympics to win a, a bronze medal using a... Prophylactic, Danny. Well, we already talked about how many of those
3: that are around. Yeah, and usually when you need to be resourceful, you grab the things nearest to you. Mm-hmm. And she probably mm-hmm. just reached into that clear fishbowl jar, grabbed like ten of them
2: on her way to the competition, just in case. Yeah. So how did she fix it? Yeah. Okay. So Jess Fox, uh, she's an Australian. Uh, she had a problem with her kayak. And so she was able to uh, use a condom uh, at the tip of the kayak, you know, it comes to a, yeah, uh, a yeah. Head, the, the kayak, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. she was able to use a carbon mixture. And then, cause you want to give it the right shape. She just happened to have a spare condom lying around. Put that over it and uh, gave it a very smooth finish.
3: Don't we all mm-hmm. just have a couple lying around?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's
2: pretty cool. So I think she actually used it to shape shape yeah, it right to yeah. hold. I, I
4: think yeah. with the uh, I think with the way the Olympics is, go, Olympics is going and how proud they are of all the prophylactics they're handing out, that each athlete should have to incorporate some type of prophylactic resource to earn their gold medals.
3: I think Trojan should get its own moment in the Olympic parade where they kind of march in with a bunch of like (laughs) made out of, uh, you know, the, uh, prophylactics because it's become as big a part of the Olympics, the condom as any athlete or competition. Mm-hmm. So why don't they yeah. get a spot?
2: I mean, what about, okay. How about like, uh, they do the Olympic rings and it's five condoms. That's the ad that's Perfect. like for a magazine. What do you think? Yeah.
3: I like that. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of stuff to work with here and I think they deserve a seat at the table because hmm. they're, I mean, they're providing hundreds of thousands. They're saving competitions. They yeah. need to be there.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, what about then we got like a, a swimmer and then instead of like the the cap the swim cap. Yep. They were put on uh, like a, a giant condom. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. That's right. Mhm. Uh or a regular size condom depending on I who guess you so. are. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And then uh yeah, I think there's a place for uh prophylactics everywhere in every competition. You just have to come up with it. So or when
3: eating like ribs or hot wings. You can put one on each finger <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> to keep the sauce off your hands. Is that an Olympic event eating hot wings? Well, Not say, yet. Like in the
3: Olympic village, um, you know, there's lots of ways you could use them. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't know why that it would be less way. messy is what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just brainstorming here. You mm-hmm. guys had some good ideas. I needed to throw one out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Well, uh, Good try. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be so gross.
3: <laughs> your hand would be protected, but it wouldn't matter because it would just taste so bad.
2: Yeah. How's <laughs> your sense of taste, Danny? For me, it wouldn't
3: matter. Yeah. It would all taste the same. It's probably like default skunk taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you wouldn't have to wash your hands after. Yeah. Maybe it
3: would help divers enter the water smoother, you know, if Perhaps. they covered their upper body and cut up face holes just Mm -hmm. less splash Mm -hmm. that's uh, got to be the case
2: yeah okay so uh yeah congratulations to uh just fox on the third place uh finish uh and the repaired boat uh, with the condom uh tyson could would that have worked on the titanic uh no i think i mean hindenburg
4: no. Also, hmm. both of those were too disastrous that you could not have gotten that. Toward. What about the Titanic the Museum?
2: Would a condom have helped there?
4: Ooh, uh, maybe a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe if the
3: parents of the designer had used one, they could have used a different, uh, iceberg engineer to create mm-hmm. a more sturdy iceberg.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations uh, to uh, Jess Fox for her resourcefulness. Uh, no word on if it was one of the Olympic condoms, though.
3: Oh, I'm just going to assume it was. Thing. Yeah, the, yeah uh, I'm sorry.
2: No, I, I, actually, I could tell you it was an official Olympics uh, condom.
3: It'll let you bring in your own, They're like you can't turn bring out your, your pockets. Own? Well, that's my guess is like, turn out your pockets because you know, like, like a movie theater, they only want you to eat their food.
2: Yeah. Right? They're so like, they're like, we've got a sponsor
3: for this and it's required if you enter this place that you have to use these.
2: Hmm. Okay.
4: Yeah. I like, I, I get it. I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you have to use those for what reason though?
3: Because they're sponsored. They paid to have their, uh rubbers there.
2: Yeah. Okay. No performance enhancing drugs or anything like that linked to the
4: linked to the condoms, they're all clean. They've mm-hmm. been made in factories where there's not uh, Cocaine, also, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. not also con- yeah. steroids. <laughs> cross contamination. We make steroids and condoms. Actually, yep.
3: that sounds like a good mix of products. Okay. I don't know why, but it seems like it would work.
2: Well, this is a great segue today. We've talked about snakes. We've talked about mm-hmm. condoms. Uh, yep. a, a great way to get into our uh, next story. Uh, we talked a while ago about. The penis snake, uh, which. Oh, my gosh. I saw another headline for that. Yeah. uh, We talked about this uh, last year, but uh, the uh, penis snakes are still on the rise and are on the verge of taking over the uh, Florida landscape.
3: Gosh, Florida is under attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All sorts of invasive species. Yes. You uh, think
2: eventually that all
4: the invasive species will destroy each other and we'll be fine.
2: Mm, that's the hope. Okay. I that's think that the reality warm. is we're eventually going to have to send Danny in to clean out all the invasive species.
3: Florida should change their flag to a snake eating a
4: snake. Yeah, you know, like you see a phallic snake eating uh, another phallic An- anaconda, snake with a, they,
3: they have a Python.
4: Yeah. A, yeah, that's true. They have a py- Python issue and then they also have the wild monkeys with yes, herpes. So
3: the snake eating the snake around the mm. monkey's neck, choking the monkey. It would be a gruesome flag. And then it it says never give up. Yeah. Yeah. And then a a Floridian chucking the whole combination in through a Wendy's drive through window to -hmm. really capture Florida on a flag.
4: That's quite the flag. Uh, so does this phallic snake have no predators in
2: Florida? Um, yeah, uh, unclear uh they they eat small animals and they get eaten by larger ones uh but we don't know exactly uh, what might be eating them uh that they are uh known by their scientific name of uh that's c-a-e-c-i-l-i-a-n-s uh but are known uh, f- by the name, uh, penis snakes, uh, because of their, uh, phallic looking, uh, nature. Street name. Yeah. In both shape and color.
3: I don't like that. I think we should be using the scientific name or we should rename it. Um, to what, Danny to the gentle version. I like, I prefer to say dong. Yeah. I like <laughs> dong snake is not as aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, like,
4: oh my gosh, why uh,
3: there's a dog snake? They're caecilians,
4: garden. So they're not snakes, they're amphibians.
3: Oh, okay. What does that mean? Is that like the same category as what
4: salamander? A-
3: salamander.
4: Newt. Right. Yeah. It looks like they're an amphibian.
3: Mm, and they're all yeah. over the place. Uh Florida.
4: Apparently so, yeah. Oh gosh.
3: Who brought those in? Who's like this will be, a, somebody somebody be a great it was pet. funny? That means they're, like,
4: God, they're the slimy and wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um could we catch the uh snakes using the leftover condoms from the Olympics? Mm, uh, great
3: idea. Put a small yeah. animal at the end of the condom and it crawls in and then you just tie a knot, mm-hmm. throw it in the trash.
2: I mean we put think it some, so. like someplace humane.
3: Oh, oh, uh yes. Uh <laughs> we send it back to whatever country uh Allowed these things to exist. Where, where did they come from originally? In, uh, um,
4: South and Central America, Africa, and Southern Asia.
3: Lots yeah. of options.
2: Yeah, Colombia, yeah. Venezuela. Uh, how about the Amazon traps have, river?
3: How about the traps have prepaid postage? Oh so yeah, you capture like that. it and then chuck it in the mailbox.
2: Yeah, and these guys eat. Places. These
4: guys eat like uh, earthworms, essentially, and they really do just kind of look like a l- super long legless salamander. Hmm. Which is a, a pretty much what they are. So, uh, they are disgusting looking in like uh, so many reptiles. Yeah. yeah. Or also like. like, yeah, yeah. depends on what you like, I guess. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, I would, uh, propose that we introduce, another species to try and get rid of this species that's the best
3: thing we could possibly do yeah Mm -hmm. is just continue to destroy the environment by solving problems with more problems yeah
4: so uh we find its number one predator in the place from which it comes introduce that (laughs) introduce that and see if uh if that helps
3: Ultimately, we're the ultimate predator, so we introduce everything into Florida. Yeah, yeah. but we reign supreme. We're the apex, right? As long Correct. as not, there's not a ton of grizzly bears.
4: Yeah, as gotta, long as we're, we're like, the ape, are we the apex predator worldwide everywhere we go? Yes, I feel
3: like sometimes tigers and lions.
4: I mean, we'll
3: if we didn't have weapons and there was a ton of them, I yeah. would live in fear. I wouldn't
4: think I was the apex at all. But I think that's your demise, right there, is your lack of. And I'm not
3: thinking apex. We don't yeah, have but an if Apex you think mindset.
4: Yeah, if you think Alpha, you could roam the savannah free and clear with no weapons as long as you strut hard, mm. you'll be fine.
3: That's fine. That's all it takes. Because you attitude. put off those pheromones. Protect you put off those attitudinal yeah.
4: pheromones, dude. Uh yeah. So I mean, you've seen like the the uh the tribe in Africa that walks up and takes the lion's kill from the lions right after they make the kill.
2: I haven't Is seen that, that but that real that's yeah.
4: real they get like five guys they all walk in super confident just like do 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 wow. and the lions all back off they chop a portion of the kill take it and then walk away mm-hmm. that's kind wow. of rude it is crazy yeah awesome wouldn't mess with those guys so uh yeah so let's introduce uh whatever eats those things and uh save florida once and for all Lions. It's time. It's yeah, dry. it is time. And the the beauty for us here, I mean, Rob, where you are now, yeah. You're definitely gonna get some spillover infestation. Sure. Sure.
2: But where Eventually. Danny and
4: I are, Danny is in Utah where the climate too is hot. too cold for yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah and I'm in Arizona where it's too dry and hot for mm. anything to spill over, really. So I think uh we're safe over here, but you need to be a little more concerned, Rob. Inside. Yeah. Okay. Stay inside.
2: Let's talk about uh story I've been uh, very interested to talk with you both about this week. Uh, did you hear about uh, some of the uh, parenting that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis have been doing in terms of uh, hygiene for their kids?
3: Yeah, and I thought that's just what lazy parents do.
4: Yeah, they only bathe them when they get really dirty. Was that what they said?
2: Yeah, so they have two kids. Uh they're 6 and 4, and so uh they told uh Dax Shepherd on the Armchair Expert podcast. Um they when they had kids uh they didn't wash them uh every, every day. Uh here's the thing if you see dirt on them clean them otherwise there's no point. And I just wanted to see uh are Ashton and Mila onto something or uh, uh are we being punked? Now there's there's a point to that. Yeah, I, I, my
4: kids regularly we bathe them probably every other day unless they get really dirty on a day then we'll bathe them again mm-hmm. so like if you go to the park where there's sand everywhere then yeah they're getting a bath but if they're just like regular day and not getting yeah. anything too dirty then it's a every two day uh bath cycle for us
3: mm-hmm. also are they
2: boys or girls and what think it's one boy one girl
3: Oh, that's good mix. Cause I swear boys start to stink. That's the other thing is I'm like, you guys smell like you need to, you need to bathe right now. Cause you're offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I don't think every day, first of all, I don't want to fight with my kids to get them to do it every day. And also I don't think it's necessary every day. Cause I mean, what are they really doing? They're not out there like pumping iron on, in, on Venice beach, you know, mm-hmm. just working up a sweat. Uh, they're just doing kids stuff on Xbox. I mean, I sweat it. I sweat a lot on Xbox when I used to play, but I don't think yeah. my kids do playing mm-hmm. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't think that's that ridiculous. I mean, yeah. just to avoid the fight, hmm. but you add years to your life or not, you know, if you don't have to fight your kids to shower.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that there has definitely been some fighting on both sides where some people say, okay, that's gross if you don't wash your kids every single day. And then also some people say that, yeah, that's fine. You don't need to do it that much.
3: Gosh, parenting that brings everybody out of the woodwork with an opinion. Even people who don't have kids, they're the worst ones mm-hmm. with their opinions, slapping you in the face with their ideas. You're like, dude, have a kid first, then come back to me with your suggestions.
2: Yeah. Tyson, where do you fall on this? How do you mean? Uh, in terms of, are you in the, uh, you know, the, the kids need the, the bath every day? No. We don't, I
4: said, we don't give our kids baths yeah. every day. We, we do every other day, usually. And, uh, unless there's uh, circumstances where they, uh, need a bath.
3: Mm-hmm. Does a swim in a swimming pool count as a bath?
4: Uh, we'll, we'll rinse them off after that. Hose and them down. Then it counts. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, right, just like just to- they go swimming, there's an outdoor shower. We just walk them over there, rinse their hair out. And then that's
2: good. Yeah. I think that's all, that's all you need. I mean, especially if, um, you know, the kids don't smell, they don't look dirty. I, I think you yeah. got people fooled. Yeah. Yeah. Totally fine.
4: Mm-hmm. You
3: just don't want your kids to stink or look dirty. Cause then they'll get, uh, unwanted. You know, like I, I, I do believe that if your kids stink or smell or are covered in dirt and they go to school, it's not going to be good for them. So, you know, you got to make sure, pay attention. Mm-hmm. My kids fingernails, however, they are disgusting.
4: And all the time, no matter all what? All the
3: time. I'm like, I, what are you just scratching dirt outside? This is like always so gross. Otter pop mm-hmm. juice in there. Dirt. I don't know. Boogers, I'm guessing. It would just you want to know where the next big pandemic is coming from. It's going to be coming from one of my kids' fingernails.
4: <laughs> oh, that's so ground zero.
3: So it's going to be ground zero. <laughs> Their hands are so so sticky.
4: That'll be crazy if we trace it <sighs> back to you, dude. And it's like I'd be so embarrassed. You, you would have been a goner except for that. You moved to Arizona as yeah. everyone around you slowly slowly uh, withers away.
2: Mm. Okay. That's- All right. Keep an eye on that, Danny. We've yeah. been through a Please. lot. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. Please I'm looking at their fingernails. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk about a story that uh, Danny, have you been following this? That uh, 10 new treasure chests have been hidden uh-huh. in Utah this again yeah this again the treasure chest people
3: just won't quit i mm-hmm. thought they learned their lessons from forrest Fen. and you, you want to hear died. the
2: update this is from uh, ksl tv news Yeah, that's my news here we go hold on to this man who is giving people 10 new reasons
3: to explore utah's outdoors the special sandra adams now with the story
0: Nature has always refreshing. been its own reward My dad had me out when I was a little
2: yeah, Have you found that to be the case? Nature is its own reward? You don't even need to find treasure? Yeah, yeah, okay,
3: okay. yes You
1: keep yeah. playing I've
0: always been going out But now somewhere Out among the streams and forests a different kind of treasure Two so and a half years is
2: how long we've been trying to get this thing going And saving up and stockpiling everything for it And so
0: that's where we're at Wesley Weber says he's gone out across the state's wide open spaces And quietly hidden chests of valuables for others to find From $1,000 to
2: $10,000 in gold and silver in 10 different spots around Utah Weber isn't going to make this simple People are
3: going to have to pay attention to the clues It's not going to be as easy as walking along a trail and Oh, free money
2: We're going to give you guys the clues and the riddles to find them. Uh, Clues and riddles. Danny, are you ready? Are you? No, this is so.
3: I can't say how dumb this is. First of all, national parks and trails are more crowded than they have ever been. Congress is even considering when it comes to national parks, coming up with solutions to limit the number of people. We don't need to invite more people Mm -hmm. out into nature. That's the first thing. Second, this guy is inviting so much terrible stress into his life. The one guy who did the chest uh, recently, remember I told you about how many text messages, emails, all the pressure you get. People know, you know, where there is a lot of money and they're going to be hounding you and giving you sob stories. And you thought being a rich uncle was bad. It was like, this is just going to be a nightmare for the guy. Mm -hmm. And then if anyone dies looking for it, Now he's got that on his shoulders, which is why Horace Fenn quit the whole thing. I mean, they say that 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 guy found it, but I saw an article just as recently as like two weeks ago that said that they still believe it was all staged just to bring an end to it so that people would stop dying and getting lost, needed search and rescue. I know search and rescue people don't appreciate these contests because they're out there having to uh, pull people out of the mountains who went in completely unprepared. So – all that money does not add up to the amount of money spent by search and rescue departments just to save people from themselves. And so no, this is a terrible idea. Let's let's so, just stop.
4: So you're out there looking for this though, right, Danny? Yeah.
3: No. Let's put them in the inner city and yeah. you know, let, let's do something else. Let's stop that, it. With oh, the we could br-
2: bring stuff. our cities back, you feel like?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Let's so you think of like
2: downtown them, Detroit, yeah, downtown some of
3: those Los Angeles. Cities, mm-hmm. Yeah, Detroit's a great one. Um, there's a lot of cities that could use some help and maybe some tourist dollars. Let's How put...
4: big are these treasures
2: worth?
3: One to $10,000.
4: Yeah.
2: Hmm.
3: What is he getting from this? That's the so other thing. You
2: have to go to his Instagram, Instagram, Instagram account. It's Utah's Hidden Treasures. Oh gosh. Uh, go check out the Instagram account for the clues. Stop. Everyone, stop. Here's a Just QR stop. code. Oh no! Keyboard Everyone comments. who wants the first clue mailed to them for the junior treasure hunt needs to sign up by ten o'clock, and then they're going to mail you the clue. Uh,
4: There's eighty less than eighty five hundred followers on there. Yeah, but he does. It, it's like wow. Yeah, they are hiding. Uh, Chest
2: number one has already been found, Danny. Oh, uh, 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 guys, I gotta go. Guys, I gotta go. Uh,
3: so annoying. Yeah. Stop okay. it. 8,300 followers. I don't want to see more people on the trail. And this is backfiring on the guy with 8,300 followers. How mm-hmm. much money did he spend per follower? So many. So much money.
2: Okay. Well, oh. look, nine treasure chests are out there, Danny. You could find them all.
3: Yeah. I, <laughs> that's what I'm betting on. Mm-hmm. Guys, I won't be able to podcast for the next couple months. <laughs> no more cleaning up rat kings for me. I'm going to be spending all my time looking for those sweet, sweet treasure
2: chests. (laughs) All right. I've got one other story. Uh, I thought this was wild. Uh, So uh, our favorite website, studyfinds.org, they posted another uh, survey. Okay. They went to the survey people. They talked to, talk to 2,000 survey people and 40% of them admitted to uploading images of food or beverage that they themselves did not consume uh, and 19% of them confessed they never had any intention of eating the item in the first place. Wait, they uploaded... Images pictures. Yeah. So So I don't know for their Instagram. The the first the first way they're asking it, it sounds like that maybe somebody else at the table might have ordered it. But they're saying that 19 percent of people that they talk to confess they never had any intention of eating the thing that they posted to their social media.
3: They just threw it away. Or
4: someone sure. else ordered I, it. Or they, they, they just, just a bought of it? it,
2: and that, or maybe they like, uh, took a picture of it, so like behind the counter.
4: Yeah, or somebody else's meal. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that.
3: If you order golden fries, mm-hmm. or the golden burger. Yeah, and then, I then I ten people.
4: Like, that's how you yes. do it. You go order the golden fries, and then influencers are obviously just hovering at that place, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, can I get a picture like those are mine?" It's like, yeah, for fifty bucks, and then you crowdsource the fries. To then nice, have it covered. good idea. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like th- that place where you can pretend like you're on a private jet as an influencer, yep. it just costs money. So, this genius is genius, Tyson. Like, yeah, I'll go to Serendipity Three, the yeah. restaurant. Good, I'll memory. order the fries, and 10 influencers for the low, low price of $30 each can get a picture with the fries. And mm-hmm. for an
3: extra 25 bucks, you can borrow my floppy sun hat.
4: Yeah, the picture
3: exactly wow. maybe have some stuff like that some add-ons like some jewelry uh, and a trendy hat uh some kind of whatever tight pants
4: <laughs> yeah tight pants for know. sure
3: mm-hmm. uh have you have has anyone here ever done that taking a picture of food they did not consume themselves
2: uh i can't think of a time that i did that i don't even know if i've taken a picture of food that i did consume yeah, yeah.
3: I, I'm sure I have. I find it hard to believe like if I saw a funny shaped burrito.
4: Yeah, like, I have fun. a picture of Danny with food when he cut Oh, a, the schnitzel the yeah. a schnitzel right. into a human mask. I did eat the schnitzel. Though. But he did eat it and he ate the eye holes that he cut out of it.
3: Yeah, and the mask was disturbing. If I wore a schnitzel mask to a Halloween party, it would be a great <laughs> 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 costume, actually. <laughs>
4: <laughs> schnitzel is like chicken fried steak kind of uh rob yeah and danny yeah, yeah. and it was like as big like this big it was so uh, big bigger than his face and danny cut eye holes and a mouth hole and held it up to his face at a schnitzel restaurant yeah Hannibal and the Becker entire style. restaurant erupted in laughter that would be huge on instagram in austria
3: yeah pre-instagram
4: that pre-instagram mm-hmm. yeah
3: that's it i peaked the problem was i peaked too soon yep Way too
4: soon, dude. Food
3: picture stuff.
4: Yeah, that's okay. how I'm feeling too. With everything, it's like I peaked before I could profit off of peaking. Mm. Now yeah. I hear peaking that. profit. Profit yep. peaking. Yep.
1: With the lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: All
2: right. Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? Yes. Okay. Let's Danny doesn't there make together. you dig in the woods to get to his treasure. He gives it out I for will... free every yeah. week on this podcast. You can slither in there like those
4: giant phallic worms. All right, that are actually amphibians. <laughs> Open bolt hole. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong.
3: Yes. Hmm. Did you guys see Jeff Bezos' space face? His space face? That's not what I want to talk about. But for some reason, it was so disturbing. He must have gotten some surgery done so that he looked his best when he came out with that cowboy hat. He looks dramatically different. And at first, I thought the article was going to be about how going into space somehow ruins your face. But... It's not. He just had paid to have his face damaged by a plastic mm-hmm. surgery. But that's not what I want to talk about. Usually, Danny yeah.
2: has a uh, pro billionaire takes. I'm, I'm surprised. Not that- pro billionaire. Yeah. Pro billionaire type thinking. And yeah. I'm not even
3: like. A, I'm not even pitching hype porn here. Like hmm. you know, well, these are the ten things you need to do to be successful. Wake up at three thirty a.m. Drink your own piss. <clears throat> Bench press five hundred pounds ten times in a row. Yeah. Just, you know, pet a cat. Whatever it is that they have. Anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. I want to. Talk about something that we touched on with the dong snakes. Yeah. And that is uh, humans meddling in things they should not be meddling in. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyson's solution was to find the apex predator and sick that on the snake, whether or not it's an invasive species itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes back to a story I read, you know, with all this story of drought in the West. Um, I read a story about how Dubai is using drones to seed clouds, which seeding clouds, Seeds, not baby. necessarily a yep. new thing, and that it seemed to be working. And the seeding of a cloud, um, you give the cloud something to attach the moisture to. You give it like mm-hmm. whatever they call it, the nuclei, uh, and then you cause it to fall. Uh, you know, you get the cloud to release its goods prematurely, mm-hmm. right?
4: Yeah. I know about and, that. firing those salt rockets up, right? Isn't that yeah, what they're doing? Well,
3: and in this case, they're doing drones, which that's kind of what attracted me to the story to begin with.
4: Oh, but then Danny with everything that humans
3: story. do... You can't, you just can't, you can't do that. You can't go in there because that water was going somewhere else, right? So humans always do this thing to solve an immediate problem. But what they do is they create a long-term problem somewhere else to solve mm. an immediate problem. Mike Tyson's I, idea of bringing in cobras to the eat water the snakes. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're, it's going to uh,
4: rain eventually yeah, somewhere.
3: somewhere. And it took millions of years for the earth to figure out, Hey, this is the best way. And this is the way it all works. Mm. And you know, this is a really refined uh, system that I've got here. This is what nature's saying, and then these humans come in with their drones, and they, you know, like nature's like sending this cloud off to this oasis or whatever. And humans are like, "No, we'll take this now. Thank you very much." Boom, drop it now. That other place, wherever it was going to go, is uh, shriveling up. It's probably a place where tons of influencers take pictures. You know, and nice salt blue. and sea. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're salt and sea in it out there, and I just. We always do this. We always think that we can solve. They, they talked about blocking out the sun. Uh, there was a be nice. plan floating around. I think some Scandinavian scientists came up with a, new, a way to block the sun. I thought, what a terrible idea. Why would we oh, want to block fantastic. the sun?
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever lived in Arizona? It would be nice to just <laughs> no. not have the sun.
3: But the repercussions, which we can't even comprehend, of blocking the sun. Oh, Danny,
2: s- there's no bad ideas in brainstorming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually Danny, what we they just, call that to block out the sun. It's a block the sun yeah, and force it to rain just
4: long enough to create Arizona into a rainforest a environment okay <laughs> and then once that is done we can lift all the other stuff and
0: just, just see if at that point Danny. we thrive
3: you guys are messing with a delicate equilibrium okay you're bringing in murder hornets mm-hmm. you're you're I'm... spreading dongworms. worms uh, you're, you're solving all your problems with more problems. Hmm. All right. Are we though? you're throwing gasoline on the fire yeah. thinking that it's water. It's not. Hmm. Okay. I'm just saying, I, I love the idea. Sometimes I get I mixed feelings cause I love the idea of tech and technology and, you know, blasting into space. But look, yeah. if we're going to, if we're going to try these things out, let's try them out somewhere else.
2: Ah, let's
3: okay. uh, nuke, uh, Mars into an oxygen producing atmosphere or whatever it takes Is and then try out.
4: Can we do uh, cloud seeding? I mean, Ooh, yeah, we should do that.
3: Mm-hmm. Just let's not do it here until we have a backup place, until we have a plan B.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's so not you're saying it let's do a. this
4: let's blast uh, Mars with an oxygen nitrogen combination with like exactly what we have here on Earth, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, we block out the sun a little bit from Mars mm-hmm. so that we can create a rich environment full of plant life, mm-hmm. but only the good plants. Yeah. Okay. And then we introduce only the good animal species to right. Mars. Yeah. Okay, And then uh, we introduce only humans who are l- committed to living a carbon neutral uh, lifestyle okay. to Mars. And then that's it.
3: Yeah. Eh, I don't think humans have the capabilities to create this utopia that Tyson's
2: describing. Mm. Because I just teach you just how to do it.
3: No, dude, that's a terrible idea. That would not work out. Like your choice of all animals, right. your choice of plants. Well, what
2: about Thomas's idea? Of what if we put a giant condom around the sun? So it shines. I saw that. Yeah.
3: Again, let's not mess with it. Who are we to demand that the sun wear a giant uh,
2: prophylactic? Mm. So maybe I, mean, we I put a condom
4: around the earth to protect it. I was out the other day and I was like, it is so hot and it's crazy because I was looking up in the mountains. I was like, it's cooler up there. As I get closer to the sun, it's cooler. And I think there's (laughs) thousands of miles you can travel toward the sun where it's actually getting cooler and cooler and cooler until there's a point where it gets really hot
3: you're talking about millions of miles because space is absolute zero Mm -hmm. so sure that's what i'm saying
4: so like if you went halfway between the earth and the sun you'd freeze
3: uh if you were just out of space but you have to remember the planets between us and the sun are super hot venus and mercury uh so i mean you could move (laughs) To one of those, Tyson. I mean, Venus supposedly has a supportable atmosphere at some point in its atmosphere, but not at the surface. Yeah. But look, I know it sucks living in Arizona, and it's Uh a trial for you every summer. You probably are like, I wish someone would block the sun, but don't do it, Tyson. I'm telling you, and whoever else is in Arizona thinking about sending something up into the atmosphere to block Mm -hmm. the sun, don't do it Mm -hmm. because repercussions probably mean like giant 10-foot scorpions, or you don't even know what would happen
4: hmm so you're saying it's either going to be giant 10 foot scorpions or something we don't even know about. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah you what if you send like a giant blimp uh over arizona to sort of like uh cast a shadow
3: that Dude. might be less in- invasive i mean a blimp That's is safe saying. yeah i think the blimp. just make sure it's not the you know filled with um flammable
4: gas danny why don't you get uh our helicopter friend To create some kind of mechanism with this helicopter that he can fly. Over your house? Uh, No, it has to be bigger than that. It has to be a bigger shade than that. Yeah.
3: You wouldn't take take a shade just over your house. Like, let's say I could put something in the atmosphere that just
4: shaded your house. Yeah, I would actually do that. I think if I built a shade over my house, that would keep it so much cooler. Uh, But... It would be cool if the shade also would sprinkle rain down.
3: Oh, is that what you would like? Yeah, You'd like to live in Arizona and have rain and shade? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then it's not Arizona anymore. You could probably move to a state that has those qualities Mm -hmm. and not have to live in Arizona.
4: Yeah, but I only want that. You need both to thrive, Danny. Then you don't miss one or the other. Mm
3: -hmm. Well, look, this is just me throwing out my PSA. Don't mess with perfection and took millions of years to find it so don't let's not seed let's not spread our seed into those clouds
4: so you're saying where the earth is out at right now is perfect
3: it was pretty good i think that maybe we might be altering a couple things here and there look i didn't even have this idea i didn't ever even thought about until i read about the guy uh, who wrote dune and how he came up with the idea of Dune. And he was working, I believe, in Oregon, and they were trying to stop the sand dunes from encroaching inland. So they planted a grass to stop the sand dunes. Guess what? The article that I was reading at the time was only written because now the grass has become a problem.
2: And it Had was the grass only- become a problem. Too many weeds? It's yeah, delicious- now it's
3: like, it's this terrible grass. It's overtaking everything, destroying the dunes. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's classic us, you know, like, oh my gosh, we've got a problem with dong snakes, bring in the cobras. We've got a problem with no rain, seed the, the clouds. It's like, no, uh-huh. no, we really should think this through because. Uh,
2: so you're saying you, 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 don't you know. have a problem, just ignore it because the solution move. is going to be worse than the, than the first <laughs> yeah, problem. In the
3: long run, or just move. Yeah. We've got lots of options still. Okay. Uh to live other places. Tyson's got lots of room in Arizona.
4: I do, and it's it's nice here. Mm-hmm. It's uh it is hot today, but we have the some of the best winters in the country.
2: Yep. All right. There you have it. All right, Danny, what's coming up for you this week? Editing a lot of video.
3: Um, of course you are. For mediocre amateur. I've always got video, and it's nice uh to actually be editing. If I don't edit video, then I got to go
4: Oh. I
2: guess the internet
4: found what he was saying boring.
2: Uh, (laughs) Tyson, how about for you? Uh, I am part out of Danny talking about his videos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just cut that
3: out. I I don't need that. Yeah. Look, if I'm not editing videos, then I'm dealing with rat Kings and
4: videos are editing you. Why don't you video rat Kings and kind of do a twofer? Put that on TikTok, Uh, Danny. That'll be huge. When you see the Rat King, for me, my immediate
3: response isn't to film it. My immediate response is, what am I going to do with this thing? I don't okay. want to kill it because uh-huh. I'm not a cold blooded killer. I don't have that like killer instinct, yep. but I also don't want it in there. So my idea was, what if I just gassed the whole place, like attached a hose <laughs> to my mm. exhaust and then ran it into the cab. And that was my initial
4: response. No, animals are ferment. more impervious to that than humans are. Well, I didn't do that. Oil.
3: Eventually, then I thought I'll just chase it outside, but I, I found I'm not really good at herding.
4: Rats, yeah, and it's going to come back in anyways.
3: Yeah, I thought that would naturally come to me, like, to build it to herd rats. To so be like, maybe if I got a flute
4: mm-hmm. or something. you use iMovie to edit?
3: Uh, no, I use Premiere Pro. Of course you do. Yeah. So anyways, I got that. I got things.
2: hmm
4: Okay. Uh, that sounds pretty cool.
2: Yeah, Tyson, what about for you?
4: Well, I'm going to, uh, Pittsburgh. And, uh yeah colleen we'll see you friday and uh, see some of your cousins as well don't be shy come up get pictures uh hopefully i'll have some hats to sign and give away and some other stuff mm-hmm. uh but i'll just be hanging out uh making the rounds so come into the tournament area and find me it's a pickleball tournament but i'm not playing in the tournament will at all. you
3: wear a red rose or something to identify yourself yes, so people can find people you no know.
4: I think everyone else is wearing a red rose. So I'll be the one not wearing the red rose. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So that should be easy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I stand out. I'm six, three. I got a uh, survivor beard going and mm-hmm. my survivor hair going as well. So if you can't recognize me, then that's what on have you. What you. been doing then. Yeah. I, uh, at Bergen's first day of school today, I got to drop her off and I walked her in. And uh, lady, who's a huge Survivor fan, uh, burst into tears uh, seeing upon seeing me and getting. A she was disappointed. No, she was cry, ecstatic. She mm-hmm. Happy tears, yeah. Oh, Danny. You
3: didn't specify what kind yeah. of tears.
4: Happy tears. I, I and, thought it uh, was implied, Danny.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they could have been tears of disappointment. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> yeah.
4: Why aren't you Boston Rob? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean that. Probably could have happened, but it wasn't. She was ecstatic.
2: Yeah. All right. So, yeah. There you go. All right. And then, of course, uh, I'll be back talking about Survivor. We're talking about the eighth best season of Survivor, Survivor the Amazon. That's you, Rob. That's me. Mm. Danny, should we watch Survivor Amazon so we
4: can comment on Rob? You know what?
3: I should, just so I can get a sense of Rob.
4: Yes. Pre-news you get a sense AF of me, Rob.
2: really, from 20 years ago, though.
4: Yeah. This is- <laughs> The real you. No, the old <laughs> isn't, me. That, isn't that crazy how long ago it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nuts to me to think that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was swimming laps yesterday and... Trying to
3: re- bring back that Olympic uh, dream of yours?
4: N- no, I was just... So, Bergen is that swim team. Okay. And so, I was like, well, I'll just swim laps while she's there swimming. So, then I get my exercise in rather than just sit there. And... I was like, I feel okay swimming. And then I was like, I was a competitive swimmer almost 25 years ago, was mm-hmm. the last time I swam competitively, which I don't feel that old, but I'm sure to some people game's I do look changed. that old. Yeah, the game has changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I still feel great.
3: And do you remember when nickels were I mean a movie was a nickel and a soda was a dime?
4: <laughs> I remember there being dollar movies, but I think there's
2: still dollar movies, isn't there? Oh I have I, no yeah, idea. I think if you like go to uh the D V D store, I'm pretty sure they're all a dollar. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Anyways,
4: mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'll be in Pittsburgh. I'll see you guys there. And I won't be there. It's gonna to be so see, great. See me. Okay. You won't be there. No, come on, Sorry. Danny.
3: What does Pittsburgh have? Anybody?
4: Uh, steel, yeah, steel mills. Steel mills, cool. Yeah, yeah history, probably mm-hmm. historic steel mills. PNC. Oh, it has some cool
3: stuff. That's why I'm not asking, like, because I think it doesn't have anything. I'm assuming it has lots.
4: Isn't parking uh, lots? The deer, sure. got isn't the Deer Hunter film of, based in Pittsburgh? The movie.
2: Mm. <laughs> okay Heinz Ketchup Factory I think
4: yeah Heinz Ketchup Factory are you googling this no no oh that's cool Uh, pinball tournaments yeah yep what do you got going on Rob
2: yeah just talking about Survivor and then he's talking about his episode
4: yeah yeah and then uh, more Big Brother Oh, dude, you can never get too much Big Brother. 17 episodes a week. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. It's a huge commitment, Robin. I have to applaud you again yeah. on being one of the best at watching TV.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back next week. Take care of a good one. Bye. We did it, guys.